Busy week for us here on the Final Score Podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. It is uh, state championship week, and my uh, colleague here at the Frederick News Post, Alexander Dacey, uh, uh, joins me. A uh, lot to talk about. A couple of state championships, as a, as a matter of fact. Um, we'll, we'll touch on the football, but since we're so late in the week here, uh, a lot of the football is going to happen by the time that a lot of people uh, tune in here. So, uh, so we'll touch on it and then maybe uh, offer uh, offer a look ahead uh, next week. So it's just been a busy week. Uh, time and time has been crunched here. So so sorry for the lateness of, of the podcast this week. Uh, but but we did have a couple of uh, big victories uh, to talk about last night. Uh, Alexander, you were at. Uh, Harford Community College for Urbana's volleyball, uh, their big win, and uh, the Tuscarora boys also capped their uh, great season with the state title victory over Centennial. Uh, we'll start with the volleyball since you were there, and man, I mean, Urbana was up against a team riding a 30-match win streak, uh, a returning state champ. I mean, I guess how shocked was everyone that, that they pulled it out? <laughs> Uh, I I don't know if I'd say people were were like stunned or shocked, but it definitely was was I think a not not what everyone was expecting. I mean, you know, Ur- Urbana said they they kind of expected or you know they knew what Arundel wa- was, and they kind of expected them to play similar to Churchill, which was their semifinal opponent on Monday. And they kind of looked they looked very ready. I mean, they they won the first two sets. They were they were close, but. But they they pulled they pulled it out both times and you know when and when that happened I and everyone else was like all right it seems like it seems like it's real it seems like they're going to do this um, and then they got they got rolled over the third and fourth sets so clearly it was like all right Rundle's not going to go down without a fight um, but then when they when they when they when they uh, served up the ace to to win it it was just kind of like this is real and they and they were. They weren't, you know, obviously they weren't surprised, you know, they, they expected to do well and expected to compete and win, but, you know, just for how close they've gotten the last several years, state finalists again in 2018, making states as well the last couple of years, uh, you know, aside from that, uh, you, you know, it seemed like it, it was going to happen eventually this, you know, and whether or not this was the team we thought was going to do it hard to say, but they did it. So. Yeah, I mean, all, all that being said, I would say I would say Urbana was the considerable underdog uh, in, in this match. Oh, um, absolutely. Arundel had barely, I think, dropped a set uh, all season, and and really for much of this uh, winning streak, they just r- rolled over everyone. So, so when Urbana wins the first set in the in the first two sets, I mean, were there some raised eyebrows in the gym on 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 both benches, really? Yeah, well, the the Arundel side, when Arundel brought a very big, very big cheering section, so the Arundel side definitely got a little quieter, um, and I think everyone kind of on the Urbana side was again was had the kind of feeling of like, oh wait, this might actually be happening. Like, like you know, Arundel lost I think seven sets all year. Um, they hadn't lost it, dropped a set in the playoffs, and then Urbana takes two close ones off them. Yeah, they, they were twenty five twenty two each, right? Yeah, they were each twenty five twenty two. Though the set, the second one they were up bigger and then they had to, or Ben had to hold off a little, a, a late charge. But when that happened, it seemed it was more of a air of, all right, I think that they might, they might actually have this here. They might be able to, you know, if they just pick off one of the next three and, and it, it took them three tries, but you know, eventually at the end of the, 
the the last uh, the, the fifth set they they pulled it out. Yeah, and just how about the moxie uh, for Urbana in, in that final set? Because when Arundel storms back, I mean the first two sets are closed. Urbana wins them. You're like, oh, okay, they're they're here to play today, and 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 they might have a chance here. But then Arundel wins the third the third set, twenty two to nine. They win the fourth set, twenty two to nine. It seems like they're right back on track. I mean, once Arundel won that fourth set uh, to pull even, did you think it was inevitable that they were going to win the fifth also? Yes. I, I was I was like, yeah, this feels like it's all collapsed. They woke the up, right, is, yeah, right. It's like the whole thing is collapsing. Arundel's found themselves. Urbana doesn't really have an answer. And a couple those say, I mean, again, Urbana, like Arundel, had, hasn't really dropped a lot of sets this year, but the couple times I've seen them drop sets – they've dropped sets by a lot. Like it's, it's not like they, they don't often drop close sets. Now again, they also just don't drop sets a lot, usually period. But, you know, it was something I noticed where, where that's not, you know, you know, when, when they lose, they tend to get rolled. So I was like, all right, is, is this just sort of a, is this going to start cascading? Is it going to start coming? And, and then Arundel won the first point of the fifth set. And I was like, Oh boy, but they, Urbana, kind of reset themselves and i mean they even said like you know after the game they kind of got kind of got stunned but stunned a little bit by her by a run on the third set and then just sort of they got ahead of themselves and then th- that sort of frustration and disappointment with them and with themselves in the third set sort of carried over and i think when when it re- when it reset to a level play and they're like all right we have to like this is we actually have to refocus now like we can't we, we can't play around. We can't have that thought because our advantage is gone. Like we have to, you know, and this is it. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's pressure and nerves in terms of closing it out too. Even when you're up to nothing, I mean, to, to close it out, take, take some gumption uh, as well. Why, why do you think Urbana did not collapse in that fifth and final set? Uh, I mean, I think it was just, I think that realization of like, this is it, this is do or die. Like we have to do this right here. Whereas like the third and fourth sets, you know, they, it, that was definitely i'm sure some of them thought that but it's also it, like like they like you know a couple of them said after the you know told us after the game it was it, again they kind of got a little too ahead of themselves and they're like oh we're it's like oh this, we already have this one and then they get they got rolled they got rolled twice so i i think it was just that sort of they got punched in the mouth and realized okay we actually have to you know, focus ourselves here and not, not do that again. And obviously, you know, it's only first to 15, so you don't have as much, you know, as much wiggle room in the fifth set, but, and I mean, it was close. It was pretty much teams were trading, trading points for a while. And then Urbana just towards the very end, put a little, put a little distance in that one. That ended up being enough. Who who were the players that stood out for Urbana? Oh, uh, Logan Berg. She had a pretty monster first set and was, you know, was, was notable in the other sets, but she, had about I think five or six kills and about three blocks in the first set really kind of set the tone at the net. Um, and then it was, I mean, kind of just all kind of just all around, you know. That's and that's kind of the thing with with Urbana is like they don't, you know, you know they have anybody that can take over a match, but no one who like is that stud, like just carries the team kind of player because. They're they're pretty they're deep basically everywhere and and if you I mean if you if you look at their stat books right it's not like there's one person with like 25, 30 kills a game um, you know maybe like maybe Julie Augustus and their liberos get like twenty five digs but aside from that like you're not having super high numbers there you're having 
you know, every bunch of people get naces, bunch of people get blocks at the net, you know, like, like they're not, it's difficult. It's, it's often difficult. I've often found it difficult when cover them to like pinpoint one specific person who to like spotlight because they all just, they're all fairly well-rounded, but I mean, she kind of set the tone early and then again, Julia Gustafson, she wanted, she had the, the winning ace, um, uh, she, I thought she also particularly played a strong game on Monday against Churchill, and again, you know, wasn't you know maybe quite to that level on on uh, on Thursday, but you know when when it when it counted, she was there. Um, Claire Thompson, I mean, she's always she's always around. She's their probably probably their best all around player. Um, but I mean, three senior three seniors right there is a lot of a lot of seniors on the team, but couple uh they also have a couple big freshmen and sophomore contributors that are going to be coming back um Simona Sassi a blocker in front she had some really clutch uh clutch kills and blocks uh and then uh Karis Burge the the youngest of the Burges um uh on the outside she had a she had some nice kills as well how did the team react when they won uh it was it was a mixture for them of of disbelief like they said Happiness, obviously jubilation, but also disbelief, shock, um, you know, that, that it kind of happened. And again, especially the way that it did, because with, with the ace, like, like Julia said, like they weren't expecting, you know, they weren't expecting to ace out the final point and they were expecting to have to, you, you know, you know, get kind of get settled into a long rally like they had. But <laughs> so it was, you know, it was I mean, just kind of, you know, your, your typical like shock, excitement. Um, you know, kind of feeling of, oh my God, did this actually just happen? Um, but I, they were, they were very happy. And I think, you know, again, for a lot of them, you know, they, they gotten close, they got in the States the last three, uh, two, I think two times before this, two or three times. And then there were, obviously there's nobody from the 2018 team that's on, that's on this team, but just sort of that, that, that legacy that's, and how close they've gotten the last couple of years, I think, and again, especially for the seniors who, you know, had come close to finishing, but hadn't been able to now that they've done it. I think it was just a, it was part of it was also just relief that they were able to finally get that one. They were able to, to, to be, to be crowned. While we're talking volleyball, we also have to mention that the Middletown girls made an improbable run uh, to the uh, state final, basically a 500 team uh, throughout the regular season. And then they get hot at the right time and and play their best when when they had to the most and and they get to the state final play the liberty team that they pushed the five sets uh earlier in the season did you catch any of this match um, yeah i actually I, I actually, got, I actually i saw the whole thing i got there early cuz i was like i'm not i'm not trying to get out to bel air with with baltimore traffic yeah um so i decided to just get there for for both um middletown I mean, yeah liberty, well, was, liberty won sorry to interrupt but liberty did win in four sets so middletown is 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 a state runner-up which is obviously a, a great accomplishment for them yeah I, I mean liberty probably has the single best player i and even when i was talking about this with john both of us had probably has probably seen this fall uh a hitter named sarah hart she's She's committed. Uh, I forget where they said it's it some D three school. She's committed to, but pretty much every time Liberty was able to set up something for her, like it, it, it was falling. Like Middletown couldn't, you know, Middletown tried but couldn't do much with it. And when you have just one player that's that dominant and that dangerous, it's you know, you, you have to account for it. And I mean, and again, Middletown scrapped. They kind of again, they kind of got rolled in the first and third sets, but second set, uh, second set they won. You know they they came back they 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 uh 
they hung it within one and the fourth set was was fairly close but but liberty ended up you know you know taking over in the end so again great run for them kind of again unexpected to have never been to states before this year knocked off a defending state champion in the process the number one overall seed um yeah, I mean, like you said, they were like, or basically a 500 or just below 500 team for most of the year. And I mean, these things happen, get hot at the right time, but also a number, a number five seed in a region. I don't know the last time a team seeded that low has made it to the state final. So, you know, tip your tip your cap, at least for that much. Uh, any theories on why we didn't see more of this stronger team earlier in the season? Um, when I, so I, I also cover them on Monday and I think they said, you know, some of it was just, was just sort of, I guess, gel like lack not not gelling fully and and um, just sort of comfort level with that with everyone. It was uh, you, you know there there were games where they looked good. The one time I saw them in the regular season, they swept Linganore, um, and they looked really strong. But again, they kind of had games where they would do that, but then they'd go, you know, play like Catoctin, who's decent, who's decent, but you know probably about a similar level, and then they they got swept in that. So it was kind of just this yo yo of we're not really finding ourselves, but they said around the end of the season when they played Walkersville, they lost they lost to Walkersville in one of their last games of the regular season. And then they come back and play Walkersville the first game of playoffs and beat them. And they said that was the game where they kind of it's something in them just sort of turned and they're like, All right, we we know how to play. We can do this. We can beat these teams. It's you know, it's not it's not like the talent is there. I mean, they have I mean, for starters, Jordan Pryor is one of the best players, if not if not the single best player in the county. Like you know, that'll that'll get that'll get you somewhere. And then there's a nice supporting cast around her. So, you know, I think I think just getting that win and just getting the confidence from that win sort of gave him the you you know the way to be like, all right, we can do this. It's it's not it, you know it's not impossible. We can we can knock off these teams. And then they go and they go and upset Glen L state champion last year on the road in five sets then they sweep Hammond and then they beat uh Queen Anne's County who was the number one overall team in five sets sweep Douglas into the final so it just sort of I think it was like once they got that little bit of confidence once they kind of figured out how to play with each other it just it just started rolling and I mean you know kudos to Liberty too I mean again they have you know some really great players on that team and they were undefeated as well so you know that that's a tough tough opponent to run up against in the championship but you know they is not again you, you know kudos to middletown that's that's not a run it's not a run many teams make yeah but b- before we get to the soccer i i, I do want to uh um, mention here that our the state cross country was last week at hereford uh catoctin boys and frederick girls both finish uh second overall as teams which are great results for them uh alex Contreras for the catoctin boys wins the 1a state title uh, in cross country he's been a strong runner all season i i don't think that was totally unexpected but i, I don't think that was a given either that he was going to win so he ran a great race and won the uh 1a boys title and then it was a little unfortunate uh for the frederick girls because their top runner caroline gregory uh returning state champ from a year ago uh she was uh, a little bit under the weather and 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 was really feeling it uh at, at race time and did not run her best race uh, still finished uh, third overall, which is a great result for most mortal uh, runners. Uh, <laughs> Caroline hasn't been a mortal runner uh, all season, but but she was under the weather. I, I think the two girls that finished ahead of her, she had beaten pretty easily before. So it was just 
uh, b- b- bad timing with an illness. And had she won, the Frederick girls might have gotten over the top. But uh, just wanted to make note of, of the state cross-country championships at Hereford, which is a very difficult course. Uh, with Alex Contreras's uh, state title, Catoctin boys finished second overall, and also Caroline Gregory, a remarkable third-place finish, uh, considering how she was feeling, and the Frederick girls finishing uh, uh, third, or, excuse me, second overall in uh, Class 3A. All right, on to the soccer and the Tuscarora boys, and man, I, I don't know, I don't know what you could say about them. I mean, they 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 just make, they just make it look so easy all the time. Uh, really unchallenged for most of the season they had the one weird loss uh to a good liberty team uh, uh, earlier in the year but um but since that loss uh todd nepper their coach said after after they beat centennial three nothing in the state title game that, the, that in the 12 games since their loss they had scored 51 goals and allowed only three with with 10 shutouts so that, that, that that's pretty good so uh i mean i mean you have to think that um that they're going to be remembered as one of the best boys soccer teams ever in Frederick County. Just, you've seen the Tuscarora boys probably more than anyone uh, here. Just, just, what are your thoughts uh, w- when you watch them play? The the first time I saw them was back in September against Urbana, and immediately when I watched them, I'm like, they're just sending so much pressure. Like they just send waves of pressure. They're just faster than everybody, and they're more tactically sound than everybody. And they're just winning all the all winning all their battles, and it's like I, I I'm not, and again I'm not as big of a soccer, you you know follower or person as a lot as a lot of other people, especially around here. <clears throat> but what the first time I saw them, I'm like, this team's got something. Like I and, I and I think I even said in one of I think it was in the podcast. I don't know if it was directly after that or when I saw them after I saw them a second time. But I was like, I would. I was I was like I'd be stunned if this team loses, or at least you know like loses in the playoffs. Because yeah, you you look at that God. Liberty you you look at that Liberty result and you're like yeah. how how in the world did this happen? Right, like like this team just just ran over basically everybody, and you know they they, they again there were a handful of semi close semi competitive games, but really by and large they just just totally steamrolled their competition, and it was fair, it's fairly obvious if you've even seen them play once that they're legit like that. I mean, and just to put their separation from everyone else into a little bit more perspective, I mean, Brunswick's the returning state champs in 1A. Uh, they're back in the finals this year. We're recording this before they play. They, they play um, uh, Falston again in a rematch of the 1A final on Saturday afternoon. So so we don't yet know the Brunswick boys' result and if, if, if they'll win another state title. But Brunswick's a darn good team, and when they played Tuscarora in the CMC championship game, it was a five. It was a five nothing game. So, so I mean that that shows you just how much better Tuscarora is than anyone else. I I think the first goal was important in this state title game because Centennials is a pretty good defensive team. They they win a lot of close low scoring games. Uh, so I think the first goal was important, and in Tuscarora, their their players even said so after the match, and 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 they got it when Ryan uh, Stauffer took a great assist from uh, from their dynamic offensive player Eric Rodriguez, and they got that first goal, and then uh, Nick Stevenson uh, came through with a couple of goals. I mean, it it, it, it wasn't just Eric Rodriguez; it was, it was a full team effort here for Tuscarora. Absolutely, and that's that's something you notice. I mean, obviously Eric, you know, breaking basically every. You know, you know, school offensive record in the book that there is, uh, obviously, is their big guy. But I mean, really, they again, like you said, they have threats from everywhere. You know, he, he'll create plays, but but also they have 
you know, four, five, six, seven other guys that are high and, you know, high up there in scoring. And it's like, and it's like, you have to watch out for number 10, but then you've also got, you know, you know, like you said, Nick Stevenson, number two, Brian Stauffer, uh, Michael Gula, uh, Tony Lombardi, you know, even though he's on the back line, he's, he scores fairly frequently too. So it's, you know, just all those guys that they have, it's remarkable really um, that it's, you know, it's just one of the most well put together teams and, and any sport in the County might be the most well put together team in the County, at least definitely this fall. I don't know about, you know, all year we'd have, I'll have to see how that shakes out, but just, just that level of dominance and that level of, you know, you know, nearly perfect play basically every time they go out, just how sound they are is truly remarkable. Yeah. I mean, I, I think their defense is underrated too, because they really didn't give up a lot of goals and, and, and the couple of chances that Centennial had, um, they, they were either stopped with, with, with a great save by, by, uh, by the goalkeeper of, uh, for Tuscarora and, um, and, and they just, they just closed down, uh, the, uh, the chances, uh, uh, real, really, really fast. And, and the goalkeeper is, uh, Aiden Ritta, uh, for, uh, for Tuscarora. Well, I wanted to give him a, sh- a shout out too. So yeah, uh, a, a dominant season for the Tuscarora boys. First state title, uh, in 14 years, uh, their 2008 team that, that was more, much more of an underdog team, much like Middletown volleyball got hot at the right time and, and, and played their best when they had to, and, and they broke through and won. This team, there, there, there wasn't, there wasn't much doubt about it. They, they were the dominant favorites all season long, and they, they lost in the, in the, in the state semifinals last year. When, when they got there again this year, that, that was, that was the uh, redemption game they called it, and uh, the state final was, was, was the childhood dream uh, game they called it because it, it's what everyone plays for and had been dreaming about. So. Uh, the Tuscarora boys uh, win, win a state title. We, we don't know yet about the Brunswick boys. Uh, but let, let, let's touch on a little bit of football here. I, 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 uh, heading into the state quarterfinals, I guess, how shocked were you by Frederick going down to Oakdale? Uh, pretty shocking. I mean, I, 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 uh, I, was, I w- just went to go watch the game just for my own amusement. And I was fairly surprised at how – I don't want to say – I mean, Frederick definitely had their moments, but Oakdale seemed like they controlled – the game, you know, controlled the game more often than not. I know they, they had some turnovers in the Frederick defense, obviously, <laughs> you know, played more of a bend, but don't break style, which they hadn't, hadn't fully, you know, they, it was more just like they were just dominating opponents, but yeah, when, I mean, when Frederick went up 17, seven in the early in the fourth quarter, I was like, well, this is, this is probably it. This is, you know, this is the moment where they're going to turn it on, but credit Oakdale, they, they stay, they shut them down. And they got they got the touchdown. Uh, what was about four and a half five minutes left, and then they had yep. the Evan Austin ran like a slightly longer than a two minute drill. And I mean, he was they just kept running that same like RPO kind of play. And right, it was it was killing it was it was it was right it was killing him. The Frederick defense had really been the best defense in the county all year long, and and that that RPO. Uh, was killing them uh, all game long, and Oakdale even made a couple of mistakes. They 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 threw a couple of picks down close to the end zone, including one in in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I'm I'm with you when when Trayvon Neal caught that uh, long touchdown pass to go up 17-7. I'm like, okay, Frederick finally woke up. That they're, they're they're just gonna roll to the finish here, but. I, I really thought Oakdale played an A A A minus game, and Frederick played like a C C plus game, uh, right? And and, and and that was the difference. I mean, uh, 
and in the last play was weird too because they had the dive over the top and the ball was swatted out of Evan Austin's hands. Right. When when did the whistle blow? Was there even a whistle? Uh, did, I mean, did, did he cr- did he cross the line? Right. There's no there's no instant there's no instant replay. So it, it seemed like he was close enough to get in, but I mean we'll right. we'll, we'll we'll never know the definitive answer just because of the lack of uh, video lack of that cameras. we that we that we have access to and the, and the lack of cameras on uh, uh, on the action. So, um, so yeah, Frederick just they they just. Uh, Kevin Perry said they hadn't played in a lot of closed games, and 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 maybe maybe that cost them. So, but I mean, their closest was Oakdale by twenty one. Right, right. That, that and and even then, like those two touchdowns were like were like at the very like after they'd already gone up, you know, by what was it twenty eight? You covered that game, right? I think it was twenty eight. Right. Nothing. Yeah. yeah so. Yep. Yeah, so so now I I think Oakdale's got a great shot to win it all, uh, mm. um, and I and I think they believe that too. I mean, they're on the right side of the draw. They play Westminster in in the state quarters. Westminster's formidable. They they they're ten and one. They they beat Leganor on the road earlier in the season, but but I but they lost to South Carroll too. Um, so so I, I like Oakdale's chances to win that game, and then they play Athelton, who seems like a pretty weak number one seed uh, in in three A. Um, they, they they've played a lot of teams close that some of our teams have have handled rather easily. So right. so you got to like their chances in the semifinals, and then do they see Fra- prob- then Damascus, yeah, Damascus or Franklin, or, or, or Franklin, two like yeah. long perennial state powers potentially in the state final, but. I think the path is really clear for Oakdale to get to the state championship game now, and 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 who's to who's to say they can't win it after they beat what what we all felt was the best team in in, in Frederick. So, uh, just just a real quick uh, rundown of the quarterfinals. We don't know yet what happens. Ur- Urbana seems to be in good shape. They're the top seed in four A three A. They they play they play Perry Hall. Um, in, in the quarters, we have the big Oakdale-Westminster game. And then you have a couple of two-way games. Uh, Middletown is at Hereford. Uh, from what I understand, both those teams love to just run the ball and, and pound the ball. So that, that figures to be a, a line of scrimmage type game. Whatever team plays better along the lines is, is likely to win that game. And then Walkersville, of course, has its hands full with uh, undefeated Milford Mill, uh, who who really hasn't been tested all season long. Um, so. I, I I even looked. Apparently, Milford Mill right now is on pace to have the highest scoring offense in state his single season scoring offense in state history. They've, they've, so they've like... scored they've scored five hundred more points than they've allowed. I, th- right, I think yeah. I think I think it's five fifty. I think it's five fifty to fifty uh, uh, for for, uh, for the season so far. So. Uh, so we'll see how Walkersville stacks up against them. Yeah. Um, and then Brunswick, of course, in 1A, that they, they uh, by virtue of their win over Patterson Mill, the fourth seed in, uh, in 1A going into the playoffs, Brunswick moves up and, and they get to host a game against Forest Park of Baltimore. Can the Railroaders get back to the state semifinals in, uh, in uh, Class uh, 1A uh, for the first time since 2012? So... All right. Uh, thank you uh, for for joining us, uh, uh, Mr. Dacey, and in all of you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try and have uh, uh, Jerry Burge on. We we tried to have him on earlier in the season, but uh, but after their great state title win, we're going to try and have him on next week dur- during the holiday week or early and 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 have a guest next week. So uh, ex- exciting time for all of us uh, with all these uh, state finals and and, and quarterfinals and, and and championships happening. So. Uh, keep it here uh, with the final score and we'll talk all about it and, and keep you apprised of what's going on. 
My thanks to Alexander and all of you for listening, and we'll see you back here next week on The Final Score.